I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. What's up? Nothing. Good to know. Um, we've both been scrambling today, so we're just going to see what happens. Yeah, it's one of those days where I'm like, how much time do I have? I have five minutes. Okay, what can I get done in the next five minutes? Yep, yep. and like, is it my own fault for scheduling things that are this close together? Yes, absolutely. Am I still going to complain about it? A little. Yeah, like I just got back in town and I'm trying to get everything sorted and cleaned up. and So that I can leave town in two days. Meanwhile, I have all these organization projects going on around the house. And also I have a job, I guess. Yeah, it's great. Um, and also throwing in a schedule change at work. Schedule change? It's not the time of year yet. Not yet. My days are switching. My hours are not switching yet. Oh, okay. So. So you're going back to normal weekends then? Not quite. Or no. Oh, interesting. Okay. I don't go back to normal weekends until October, but... That's what I thought. Yeah, no, my the days that I'm on right now are just changing. But anyway, um... Most of the things I have to begin with today are updates um, regarding things that excite me. So basically, I'm just going to talk at you. <laughs> okay. Um, should I get a book or some knitting? <laughs> okay, well, preferably not the book. I would like you to hear what I'm saying, just so right. that you can have this information in your head for the next time I start talking about shit that has nothing to do with you, but things that I feel the need to reverse gatekeep to everybody in my orbit. Probably tomorrow. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and the next day. And the next day. Yeah, yeah, no, it's just never ending. But um, updates from the two ghost rituals in LA where no phones were allowed. Copia is alive, motherfuckers. Did you think he was going to die at one of those? Is that what you were worried about? That was a fear. But then, or like, initially it was, but then they started announcing dates after the LA date, and I was like, okay, he's still on all the branding, like, they're not gonna kill him mid-tour, that's just stupid. But I was still just like, hmm, what's gonna happen? Apparently, it, like, nothing all that major, like, lore-wise happened. Homeboy just went all out with production value, which, like, nice, wish that were me. I, rep- I have reports back from a couple friends who actually went to both nights of the LA rituals. There were, like, skeleton dancers. Homeboy had, like, a boxing jacket and gloves. He had to change his shoes on stage for whatever reason. Like, apparently just a lot went on, and the set list was expanded. They finally debuted the song 20s live, which is amazing, and I hope it stays on the set list because, holy shit, I need to see it. That is an excellent song. Um, and also, genuinely sweet thing. Apparently, uh, Homeboy got a little choked up on the second night while he was singing a song from the very first cover album that Ghost ever did. And I was just like, aw, bud, like, you made it. Aww. So I thought that was really sweet. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's alive. Good. That made me very happy. And also just, like, waiting for the news from that to start rolling in was insane. Like, is this what it was like pre-internet? 
Well, no, because... Well, not even it, necessarily, like, because I was getting this information from the internet, but, like, I know, when you had to yeah. rely on your friends to tell you something, because I was, like, even if it was friends that I was talking to via, like, WhatsApp and Twitter and whatever, I still had to wait for them to, like, physically experience this thing first, rather than getting live updates, like, with yeah. previous shows. Yeah, no, in the olden days, you'd have to wait for it to be on the news or in... <laughs> Yeah, this is whack. It was, but also it was kind of fun. And also I just appreciate that everybody who was on Ghost Twitter who, like, couldn't go to the rituals was just like, alright, what chaos can we create here that everyone who has their phones locked up right now is gonna miss out on? Uh, the chaos was apparently plastering some of the faces of the unmasked ghouls on like everyone's uh like becoming everyone's profile picture so you didn't know who was who okay. i was distracted see i fucking hell i always forget something and 99 percent of the time it is the camera mm -hmm. but no i uh, i had the um the distraction of a of another concert the second night so i like wasn't they're just like fruitlessly refreshing my Twitter feed like I was the first night but then I came back and like saw what had happened and everybody still had like their changed profile pictures I was like what did I miss so exciting things and also um we're recording this on September 13th today is the fourth anniversary of the seven inches of satanic panic um I guess EP it's only two songs but that's what gave us um, Mariana Cross and Kiss the Go-Goat, which are, like, the two most popular ghost songs that catapulted them to the level that they're at now. So, yay! Okay. And my other update is that I saw my other favorite band last night, and it was absolutely delightful. I saw Sleep Token in Worcester. And is that what your sweatshirt is? That is what my sweatshirt is. Um, and also, I would just like to take a moment, check this out. I bought a concert shirt that isn't black. Who cheered? I... I can't even picture you wearing this. <laughs> Who fucking cheered? I bought a concert shirt that was not black, gray, or navy blue. <laughs> You will see me wearing it at some point, fret not. But, um, Sleep Token was fucking excellent. Holy shit, it was so good. I was not on the barrier, but I was in the pit. Uh, this isn't saying much, and this is probably extra not saying much to a veteran punk show attendee such as yourself, but, um, most intense show I have been to thus far in my life, like, pit participation was borderline involuntary like oh yeah but like the pit open like the mosh pit opened up behind where i was standing but those guys were going so hard that everyone got slammed to the front um mm -hmm. i had an absolutely fantastic time i could have crowd surfed but i chose not to because i was afraid i was going to get sent to the back of the pit and that is not what i wanted yeah, you lose control in those situations. You don't know where you're gonna end up. But like, I it's it's on my bucket list. I'm going to do it at some point. Like, if I were to see Sleep Token again, in just like a general admission, like I know what's coming, and I love, and like I'm still hearing the music. So, yeah. or like, maybe a band you just like a little bit less. Yeah, a band a band I'm not quite as like utterly obsessed with. Also, I went in totally blind on this one because Sleep Token has relative to Ghost, like, so few albums released. Like, they only just released their third album, so I was like, okay, I've listened to every single one of these so many times, I'm gonna know anything that comes up. So I just went in completely blind, which was really fun, because they played some things that I didn't think they were going to play, or, like, had assumed probably had gotten knocked off the set list in favor of some newer things. So that was, like, a fun little surprise for me. And... Yeah, overall, absolute 10 out of 10. Vessel's voice is even better in person. I don't understand how that man can do what he does. It's, like, crazy, the range he has. Um, but yeah, Sleep Token was fucking awesome. I highly recommend them to absolutely everybody. And the opener was 
really cool, actually. I think I'm probably going to wind up checking her out, even though I hadn't, hadn't heard of her up until, like, the second I walked in the door. It was someone called A.A. A. Williams. And I guess uh, I would... It was in the picture. Yeah, I guess I would kind of describe... Describe it maybe as, like, metalcore. There's a very interesting fusion of, like, very kind of, like, chill, quiet vocals, but really heavy, like tracks underneath hmm. it was cool I would I'm definitely gonna give her give her a listen when I can actually like pay attention thanks but yeah I had a great time so those are my updates do you have any updates first of all um your mug reminded me of something I kept forgetting to put in the weave chat oh do tell just that I had a dream the other night that they made a live action uh, over the garden wall. Bad. And you got, and in my, and in my dream, you were so pissed. Like, yeah. you were ranting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I 100% you know, would. Like, ooh. Yeah, just a random thing that I was, it's like, what a weird dream to have. Oh, speaking of things that went down in the weave chat, it's happening, folks. We have the Attack on Titan finale release date. Part three, part two. Part three, part two. Jesus Christ. But yeah, no, um, it's happening. November 4th. Which... That's so nuts. That's two months away, yeah. That's yeah. so uncomfortably close. I gotta read faster, because I wanted to have it read before that, so... Mm, I don't know if that's gonna happen, Bestie. It's definitely not gonna happen for me. Yeah. And I mean, I am keep... I going to read Attack on Titan regardless? Probably. Just because I like the story that much and I would like to see what little differences there are. I mean, yeah. essentially the same thing with reading Death Note. Like, yeah. It seems pretty much exactly the same so far, but... Yeah. I act like I have free time. Like I haven't scheduled every single day of my life. Struggle is so very real sometimes. People are like, why don't you stop scheduling stuff? And I'm like, I, because there's stuff. There's things happening and I want to do them. And then they all just overlap. Yeah, I, uh, like this last weekend, running Ragnar Trail Vermont, which was. uh, Oh, you survived. Yes, you did survive that. Yeah, uh, the apocalypse. like dipped in for a bit just to test the waters and then dip back out um that's why the world didn't end but (laughs) it was the craziest thing because we got there thursday night and it was all humid but it was calm Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden this like wall of wind right through where we were camping and stuff started flying everywhere it was like a hurricane um and so there were like people's things just like swirling around like we were in a tornado. Uh, Tents were lifted off the ground and went flying. Uh, There were people, there was somebody that said like two canopy tents fell on top of the tent they were sleeping in. Um, Oh my God. Yeah, I mean, the destruction was insane. There were downed trees everywhere. You couldn't even drive out of the place until they cleared the trees. Uh, And there were dozens upon dozens of tents that were just destroyed the um the ragnar people they lost 10 pop-up tents and a one of those big like 30 or 40 by 30 or 40 canopy things that they do for like outdoor weddings yeah holy shit <laughs> yeah just completely unusable and you know unfortunately i had borrowed your parents yeah my parents canopy tent is um now in shreds yeah i mean it, it was... was broken kind of when yeah. I lent it to her. This is not, it's not a big yeah, deal, but. <laughs> I didn't realize when it happened and I was like freaking out, like, oh my God. But yeah, it was out for three hours before this happened. We got I didn't set know it was up. that bad. Yeah, it was, up. I got there at seven, the team set it up and it was at 10 o'clock the storm started. Mm. Um, but it like ripped the whole like length of one side and then up another side it was full of holes all over the place one of the joints completely snapped and it was like swinging one of the legs was all bent out jesus christ yeah and then the team 
they tried to fix it when I was out for a run and they just got, got a tarp and tried to like cover the worst of the hole. I mean, and they tried. They got, yeah, they got a stick and duct taped it to the broken joint. And then the next day it got really windy again and it broke the stick. So mm. they had to tape it again. Rip. So, you know, rained on and off all weekend. Um, people lost all kinds of stuff. We lost a bag of trash, never to be seen again. Never, couldn't find it. And for the whole time we were there for like two or three days, people were just continuously carrying broken tents to the dumpster for them to cut into pieces because they couldn't put them in their hole. It just took up too much space. So there was just a guy there with like a saw just all day. Wow. It was insane. Yeah. The uh, tent graveyard, as I came to call it. I dig that. And then you personally have not, or at least you have not told me that you further injured yourself horrendously, although I wouldn't put it past you to just, like, drop that in conversation three days later, be like, oh yeah, I almost died again. Did that happen? Well, no, I, I did send you the picture of my foot. Yeah, um, yeah. I'm assuming it didn't get much worse than that, or did it, and you just didn't tell me? No. Well, like, I had my foot that was pre-messed up. Yes. And then the other foot that I messed up when I was there. Yes when I tripped in the middle of the night trying to go to the bathroom and just bruising like the top of my foot up to my ankle. Mm. Oopsies. So that was a good time. Yeah, but uh, that was it. I got like bitten by a stick that cut out my leg and bruised it pretty well. But other than that- Cute. How did the pre-injured foot hold up? Too bad. I mean, it still hurts. Um, I go to a podiatrist on Friday, so we'll see what- Oh, so you find out if it is actually a stress fracture. Yeah, I don't think it is, because I think it would be much worse after running 16 miles on a mountain every weekend, if that were the case. Makes sense to me. I did go the wrong way on two out of my three runs. Yeah, um, the first one was supposed to be seven miles, and I ran eight. Nice. Because I went entirely the wrong way. Yeah. Um, but in my defense, I was following little arrows that said Ragnar on them, but they were blue, which was weird because there weren't supposed to be blue ones. And I told my team captain that afterward, and she didn't believe me. She was like, oh, well, they were probably just like the trail arrows. And I'm like, no, they said Ragnar, and they had the logo. She legitimately thought I was, like, crazy until she asked somebody, and they explained that was for the emergency vehicles. Oh, but... I was going to say. So then what the hell? Yeah, but... I'm glad she finally told me that because I was losing it. I'm like, I swear they were there. But I spent a full like day and a half just repeatedly saying, I know what I saw. I know what I saw. He just kept saying and laughing and like, you know, they're saying I was laughing. So then how did you wind up running the wrong way the second time? Or was that the, like, which happened first? Please that was des- the, the Please one. describe both incidents. Well, to be clear, both times I made a wrong term other people also either almost made that wrong turn or did make the same wrong turn. So it wasn't Okay, just I was going to say, like, were you following people? Was, like, no one else around when this happened? Nope. The first time, um, like, you come out of the woods and you make an immediate left, and then I guess you're supposed to make an immediate right, mm-hmm. but I made a left back into the woods because oh. there were two different arrows. One was pointing that way and one was pointing that way but you're supposed to follow the color code for your loop. And I was on red. Interesting. There was no blue loop, so. (laughs) So that one wasn't really my, I mean, it was a little bit my fault because I should have paid attention to the red arrow, but. I mean, sometimes it'd be like that, unfortunately. I mean, it was so rapid, like you had to make quick, you know. Yeah. The second time, the route crossed over itself. So that, (sighs) like, that's really easy to mess up. Because you have, it was a green loop, so the, you had green arrows pointing two different directions. That would get me. I'm not going to lie to you. That would probably get me. Well, the thing about it that was really funny is that's supposed to be the easy loop. So it's supposed to be like three miles. Mm-hmm. And so I run, and then about a quarter mile from the finish, there is this little mat that you cross, and it like registers you so that your team knows you're almost at the finish line. Ah, and I crossed like a over pressure that. sensor? It, um, the little, like, bib, the number you wear, has a chip in it. Damn, what so it would be alive? Yeah, that's how they time races, is that all those bibs have chips in them, and then when you cross a certain mat, it just 
Why did I not know that? Because I don't run. That's why I didn't. I don't yeah. know why. Also, we've never done a race. Why would you know? Continue. But I crossed over it and I was like, weird. I wonder if they put that one there just to make sure you're on the right loop because it was in a completely different area than the other two. Okay. And then I realized, wait, I'm about to cross the finish line and I've only been running for like 0.8 miles. So I had to turn and run back over the mats to, you know, do the right turn. The reason that was a problem is because my team thought that I was almost done. Yeah. Yeah. When in reality, I had more than two miles to run still. And so they thought something happened to me because they expected me to be there. And apparently they were running around looking for me. They went and looked in my tent. They were texting me, but there's no reception up on the mountain. Um, and they even went to the medical tent thinking I hurt myself or oh, something. No. Until finally they were like, wait, you went the wrong way, didn't she? But two other people, the, one other person on my team did the exact same thing. Okay. And, and one person on, um, I'm going to call it like an adjacent team that was hanging out with us all weekend also did that. So. All right. So it's not so bad. Just me, but it was on a literal ski mountain, just running up and down the mountain. That's kind of, how was your uh, first experience? Well, no, you camped for another one recently, right? Yeah, that was uh, glamping. Okay, yeah, so how was your first, like, legit camping experience since, what, childhood? Yeah. How'd that go for yeah. you, aside from inclement weather? Yeah, my new tent held up surprisingly well. Like, so the wind good. didn't affect it, really, at all. It stayed really dry until, like, the last day but at that point every tent had to have leaked a little bit because it was just insane for yeah. two days but yeah it went well i had my new uh camping mattress that i blew up and it was actually pretty comfy nice so it was nice just very muddy and gross the whole time i didn't know that there was technically a ski resort like a quarter mile from where we were camping and like half my team just stayed there the whole time i know you texted me to bitch about it i ugh. But it's like No, I agree. I think that I think that's weak sauce. Yeah, it's it's counter to the entire point of being there. You're supposed to camp and be together. I brought a camp stove and all this food thinking we're gonna make like breakfast together and that first night I was the only one that slept at my campsite. Weak everybody else slept. Weak I didn't even know until I got up in the morning and I thought that like the three people that had been late arrivals were sleeping in this other tent. They weren't in there. And that's where we had stored all of our stuff to hide it from the storm, and I didn't want to go in there and wake them up. So all, all the food was in there, my water bottle was in there. I would have been salty. I would have been very salty, I'm not gonna lie to you. And finally they appear, freshly showered, having slept in beds. Weak. If you're gonna do it, yeah. actually do it. Don't half-ass it. That's a big part of the experience, is like hanging out at the campsite and meeting random strangers at the campsites around you and you know. and when is your next one now hmm. i don't have one scheduled i'm shocked I, well i will say more about that but i'm saving it for the worsening okay it's something i'm saving for the worsening all right works for me yeah so the one question that i have uh, up next is taken from a TikTok, but I'm just gonna read it and link the TikTok because there's no efficient way for me to display this on the monitor cleanly. Um, if you were sent into 2030 for 10 minutes and were able to Google search one thing, what would it be? And then mm. I also have the sub point of like smart versus fun answers. Yeah. Because, um, the, one of the two people in this video is like, I would immediately search, like, you know, Super Bowl winners. Yeah. Like, lottery numbers, things like that. And like, yes, yes that is absolutely the smart answer. Find, a, yes. you know, find a way to get a bag. <laughs> but then the person that he was, like, making the video with or, like, talking to in the video, he goes, you look me dead in the eyes and said, oh, I'd probably search, like, if One Direction got back together. <laughs> <laughs> so 
so that kind of brings us to the second point. Like, yes, there's obviously the smart answer, like Super Bowl winners, other sports betting type winners, you know, Kentucky Derby winners. Any way you can use it to make money um, is the smart answer. But what are some fun answers, um, perhaps personalized to us? I would 100% Google myself to know, like, career-wise. Yeah, like, how do I do? And I'm going to implement... I was thinking about this because you and I wind up getting a little sidetracked when we talk about kind of, like, time travel hypotheticals. Yeah. I'm going to... I'm making up this thing right now. I'm going to call it Doctor Who time travel rules. Okay. Where you do... Like, because, like, Doctor Who... They don't have to, they don't bog themselves down with like, oh, if you even breathe in a different direction, then, you know, the entire world is going to change. They let themselves have a little fun with it. Like, they can, like, give a quick aside to a historical figure and everything still more or less stays the same. So when we talk about these things, I am going to remind both of us, because I do this too, that we are talking about it with these sort of time travel rules that exist within the universe of Doctor Who. Yeah, I wasn't even thinking about that. Actually, the more I think about it, I wouldn't want to Google myself because then I feel like I feel so much pressure to live up to, you know, like to make it happen. I feel like I would just get inside my own head. Yeah, yeah actually, you might be right. I would definitely no. Yeah, you're so right. That's definitely what would wind yeah. up happening to me. I hmm. know it's kind of depressing, but I would Google stuff about the environment to see uh, what hell we're headed toward. But that's not fun. I know it's that's not. kind of not what we're here <laughs> for. I would still because I'm like, I would Google like I don't know. Like I would probably wind up googling like, oh, like what big iconic like if there was some huge crazy iconic moment with like any musician that I'm interested in that like happens in like oh in twenty twenty seven there was this crazy music festival where you know X Y and Z all performed and blah 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 like so I could make sure I was there. Oh that's interesting. Yeah. Like that'd be like if there was like if there ever happens to be like a you know some kind of metalcore Woodstock with all the shit that I listen to in one place like, I mean, not that those don't already exist, it's called Wacken, but, um, <laughs> like, if there's some huge event that goes down that involves, like, a bunch of different things that I'm really interested into, like, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make sure that, like, you know, make sure that I'm there. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. 
Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. I feel like it would be good. Um, I feel like there are a lot of things that we wait on for a long time, like Googling whether George R.R. Martin ever finishes the last book. Yeah, that's not a, that is not a bad... I like, I'm not even interested in Game of Thrones, but like... Yeah. 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 But something like that, you know, where you feel like you've been waiting for a long time. Yeah. Ooh. Would I be able to Google Chainsaw Man and maybe read to the end of the series if it's done by then? You get ten that... minutes. Oh, that's right. So I feel like you could maybe find a couple articles on whatever your one thing happens to be, but yeah, you don't. Have yeah, that or at least read the, like, the very ending of it or something just to kind of know. I found uh, like blind bag squishy chainsaw man figures at Target today. Oh my god, I love it! Incredible. But the I didn't like how they looked. Mm. I thought about getting one. That's always they just their faces were weird. I mean, I guess I would probably like current me. I would probably wind up googling like if Ghost is still together and what they've done since so that I have, like, that I know dates to look forward to. Mm. Same with, like, Sleep Token, anything else that I'm currently listening to. I would, um, find out if Ramstein uh, finally bit the dust because there have been rumors swirling since the revelation that the lead singer is kind of a sleazebag. Mm. And frankly, based on that and the fact that the last song in their most recent album is already called Adieu, I feel like this is probably as close as they're like I it's probably as close as they're ever gonna get gonna get to being able to bow out of this with any remaining dignity. Cause it's mm. messy. Yeah. So I you know, maybe Google when when that happens, because I get the feeling that it's coming. Yeah, I mean I feel like a lot of these things, though, it doesn't change, like, the present or the time leading up to it. Yeah, I just Like, what you said know. about, like... Yeah, but, like, what you said about, like, the metal Woodstock, like, that would be something you could actually use. Yeah. But with most of the things we're talking about, it's just knowing in advance. I'm trying to think of something that, you know, would be actually information you could use in an intervening year. I, I mean, that yeah, that's be. really the yeah. only thing. Like, I would... Any kind of, like, event that I'm already interested in, like, convention, concert, blah, blah, blah. Like, I've Googled the most iconic, like, try to find out what the most iconic one that's coming up in between now and 2030 is. And, like, make sure I'm I'm there. Yeah. Find out what's playing on Broadway in 2030. See if there's yeah. anything interesting, like, anything interest anything current to 2030 or like that has been on Broadway and been like since shut down see what happened there see if they have a fucking revived great comet Jesus Christ that's really wild is that's only seven years from now yeah I don't like to think about it that's it sounds so futuristic doesn't it though so Although, I, keep I mean, did 2021 not sound futuristic when you were watching C-Lab? <laughs> I love C-Lab. I know you do. But my point stands. That sounded really futuristic at the time. That was supposed to be the idea, yeah. It always sounds futuristic until you're there. That I does... remember when I was a kid calculating what year I was going to graduate high school and thinking like oh my god that's forever that sounds like... well because it was still the 90s at that point mm. like 2000 something what yeah I've gathered from just random people saying things on the internet that the kids have started being like floored whenever someone says that like they were born pre the year 2000 like, saying that to, like, a fifth grader and being like, my birth year has, uh, like, a, a 19 in it. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, you're ancient. That's very weird. Yeah, which I, I, I sometimes try to, like, put myself in that mindset trying to imagine that I've been born, you know? And, like, 
2010 or something like that. Every time, what do you mean that kids who were born in 2005 aren't, like, seven? What? Yeah. 2005? Yeah. But maybe 18? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean <laughs> that someone who was born in 2005 is not currently, like, okay. seven? I, I misheard you. I thought you said is, not isn't seven. I no, was like, I'm not that bad at math, not? although that would be funny. Well, I figured I was missing something, which is why I was making the face. But yeah, like, that's horrifying. Yeah. Yeah, no, I still think the 90s are, like, 10, 20 years ago. Okay. I wasn't even alive for the majority of the 90s, and yet, someone says 10 years ago, my brain still goes, ah, yes, 1992. No. Interesting. Or, like, yeah, the someone says 10 years ago, and I'm like, ah, yes, the 90s. Yeah, I think it's because of the, the way the math works. You know, it, like, being yeah, 10 before the Yeah, it news. feels very nice. Nothing to do with that, yeah. For a long time, that was the case. And I still feel like stuff that happened 10 years ago was, like, last year. Because like, I feel like that exists to a lesser degree for me right now because I am still kind of really close to, or yeah. closer to parts of my life that were broken up into very distinct stages. Because yeah. I haven't just been, quote-unquote, an adult for, like, 20 years yeah. Like, I'm still close to, like, okay, this was middle school, this was high school, this was yeah. college, and now I am in the, like, I've just started the, like, adult TM post-college, so I don't have this backlog of experiences as a, like, as an adult who is out in the world to kind of yeah. fill in the gap of, like, whatever time... I might be talking about, if that makes any sense. Like, I'm still much closer to a time when my life was broken up into very, very distinct stages. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I just realized, technically, I am exactly three weeks away from the 20th anniversary of becoming an adult. That's wild. Right? And, like, it that will be me at some point, but the gap is not there yet. I was actually just talking about this with a member of my team who was in her 60s. Mm -hmm. That, like, it doesn't matter how old you get, like, you still feel, you're still yourself, your brain still is the same. Oh, and yeah. So like, technically you have more years of experience and memories and all that stuff, but you don't really, like, feel older. Yeah. It's so weird to be like, yes, uh, 20 years of being an adult, that's a thing. I think about the fact that I'm going to be, I mean, it's not for a hot minute yet, but, like, I'm going to be turning 26. That's fucking weird. Yeah, I'm still six, wait, a month is this? <laughs> nope. September, bestie. <laughs> Am I the only one that has to do it that way? I have to do it that way, too. Seven months. If I ever found out, like, if I ever happened to find out later in my life that I, like, have a very mild processing disorder, would not shock me in the slightest, just because of the mm -hmm. way that I have to think about things, some things for them to make sense in my head, that being mm -hmm. one of them. But yeah, what do you fucking mean I'm turning 26? Ten years ago was when I finished my PhD. I felt the same way when I was like, what do you mean I'm not, like, turning 19? What do you mean I'm turning 23? Yeah. Those are numbers that should never apply to me. To me, it never stops being weird. I still think of myself as being in my 20s. Okay, cool. So, like, there's hope for... Listen, I am just a 25-year-old teenage girl, and I think I'm going to continue being a teenage girl until I die. Well, I think when you get to your 30s, you'll reach your 20s. Yeah, you know what? When I am 30, I will officially be 25 years old. Because you'll have, like, you know, more adulthood experience and, you know... But for now, I am just a 25-year-old teenage girl. And I'm doing my best with that. Yeah. No, I think I got frozen in time when I finished grad school. Because in I my head, I'm still you. 27, which is the age that I was when I graduated. So, 27, perpetually. 
it's also 2013 perpetually. I don't know how I feel about that because I was in eighth grade in 2013, which like had some advantages, but holy shit, massive no, disadvantages. Middle school is the absolute worst time in life, hands down. Yes, but also I do think I peaked in fifth grade. Interesting. Sixth grade was my the worst year of my life. Seventh grade, I think, was the worst year of my life. No fucking friends. It was bad. So See, fifth grade sticks out in my memory because I had an absolutely excellent fifth grade teacher. Love her. Hope she's doing great. Follow her on Facebook, and it does seem like she's doing well, so hell yes. Um, but that was when I still, like, had friends in middle school. <laughs> and, like, was having a good time. Um, so... Maybe that's why I feel like I peaked in fifth grade. And also just, mm. like, before the crippling anxieties of life had fully set in. Yeah, fifth grade was the last year I still felt like a kid. You know? Like, just a kid Maybe kid. that's it. That might have something to do with it. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. That was gonna lead me into another point, but it just, just slipped out of my reach. Somehow we got here by talking about time travel. Yeah. Oh, I was mowing the lawn today and the wheel came off. I was thinking about that because I was thinking about being a 25-year-old teenage girl who, like, is trying. Like a push mower? Yeah, there's just a big patch in the lawn in the back now. Because, like, there's one tree back there that starts to lose its leaves kind of early. So I was like, and I gotta mow the lawn every week anyway, so I was like, okay. Like, you know, just mow over them instead of having to rake. So now there's just this one big square, like, rectangle in the backyard of, like, long grass and leaves surrounded by, like, trimmed clean grass. <laughs> but my dad said he's gonna fix it tomorrow, so... Hopefully I didn't screw it up too bad. I don't know how it happened. One second it was fine, and then I pulled it back so I could, like, adjust my direction, and the wheel was just off. I don't know what I did... Um, I did try to fix it, but I it's could not. It's a metaphor not. for life. Hmm? It's like a metaphor for life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, when I, actually, speaking of things that happened in earlier stages of my life, this just reminded me, one time we were driving back from our senior picnic, and our senior prom was that night, The my friend was driving back. The fucking tire, like the whole wheel of his car came off of the axle. Oh, that happened to me before. When? How? In grad school. And it was actually a very inopportune moment because I was driving a friend to a hospital to get um, some like testing done and he had to have anesthesia so he couldn't drive himself home. So I, I drove him there and as I was trying to find a place to stop the car, Oh, wheels no. were like nope we're out no yeah and now every time i drive past the place where because we were following this kid steve and every time like we we're following him back from the park because we were gonna like some people were splitting off to like go get ready at his house blah 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 a bunch of stuff but um i just every time i go under this like bridge underpass type thing where we were getting off the highway i just am like that's where Steve's wheel fell off. Because <laughs> we had been following him, and he, then he, like, you know, passed somebody and was slightly ahead of us. And then as we made the turn, we were like, is that Steve's car? Just with the wheel off on the side of the road. <laughs> and it was. I, um, I think I drive my mom crazy because there's a spot where I got into my first car accident. It was a head-on collision with my boyfriend at the time driving, and every time we drive past there, like, I'm like, oh, hey, this is weird. And so now every time we start to get near the road, she's like, I know. <laughs> yeah, there you go. It's like, I can't help it. It's burned into my memory. You never forget your head-on collision. Why wouldn't it be? Okay, I've not had a head-on collision incident. I did get, I got rear-ended yeah. once, and I definitely talked about this on the podcast. I got fucking sideswiped on the way to the Powerwolf concert, which was actually at the same place where I just saw Sleep Token. And I made it there and back without incident, so yay. We have that going for us. But, yeah, um, I felt bad when my wheels fell off because we were like 20 minutes away from home and we had no way to get back because they had to tow my car. 
and he ended up paying for a cab for both of us to get back. I don't even know how expensive that was, but it must have been insane. Anyway. <laughs> the final thing that I have written down for us to talk about is apparently they caught that guy in Pennsylvania, and I found out via the Liza Minnelli Outlives Twitter account. Jeez. Shocker. Was it that she out- outlived the search for him? Yeah, okay. Yeah. They got him. Yeah, um, I have my Alexa's, like, you know, tell me when there's breaking news. So I had, like, a little light on the thing, and I was like, hey, what's my notification? And the second it said that, like, he had been caught, I was like, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. Um, why have I no- why did- I- I feel like there have been times where I've been at your house that, like, the Alexa should have told us breaking news. And I'm Um, wondering why that hasn't occurred. You haven't been there here since I've had them. I just got them in July, and you haven't been here since. Why have I heard you talk to a robot before then? March. I do have a Google Home Mini. There it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. No, it's, it's very handy. That's how I find out. Like, that's how I found out Jimmy Buffett died and stuff like that. It just lights up and lets me know. I think I found out that Jimmy Buffett died via a TikTok of somebody being like, how do, how am I supposed to tell my, like, massive parrot head dad that Jimmy Buffett no. is dead? Again, the internet was a mistake, but also sometimes it's really funny. Oh, hello. Hello, Nixie. I mean, I was about to say, she's being aggressively sweet today, but she is every day, but... Yeah, so what's new? Making biscuits on my skin today a lot. Aww. Um, I think this is going to bring us to the weekly worsening. What have you got for us, Bestie? Oh. <laughs> so we are, of course, preparing for Mid-Hudson Comic Con. Um, and today I washed my costumes, and I'm going to iron them and put them in a garment bag. That's, I should get garment bags for my costumes now that I'm thinking about it. Yeah, because I had to wash off all the chemicals and stuff, you know, and mm. but then it made it wrinkly, and I don't want to iron them and then them get wrinkly again, so, you know, it's, but that's, that's where I am now. I am ironing costumes and putting them in garment bags. I absolutely love that for you. Um, but the main way that I am going to be insufferable... I don't know how soon it's gonna, uh, probably immediately, it's gonna start immediately, but it's gonna go all through next year. What did you do? Well, I haven't done anything yet, but, so with Ragnar, there, uh, is this thing called, they actually use it as a verb, immortaling, to become an immortal, and that means doing 12 or more Ragnars in a single calendar year, which... I always had, like, in the back of my mind, like, that's a thing I'd eventually like to do, but I spent last weekend hanging out with somebody who is an immortal, and now I don't want to wait. Like, she made it sound so cool, and she has, like, a special jacket that has the 12 Ragnars, like, embroidered on the back that she did to get the immortal. Um, Immortals hold, like, a special status in the Ragnar community. Like, they're, they're sort of, like, looked up to i guess you might say you get a special medal for it it's like a whole thing but all right hard to do because first of all all of the ragnars are in a seven month span so it's not like you're doing one a month it's more like two a month Mm -hmm. which is insane second of all there's only so many in the country and so you're going to end up having to fly to some you won't be able to drive to 12 of them um and then along with that, there's also a huge financial commitment because each one, the registration is like almost 200 bucks. And then you have like hotels and flights. And uh, so it's it's kind of a big thing, uh, but I'm going to start plotting out my plan to uh, figure out which races I'm going to try to do. And uh, so that's the reason why I'm not scheduled for any right now. I was going to sign up for the Road Pennsylvania one that's in four weeks. I was like, you know what? Nope, save the money. Put it toward trying to do the Immortal next year. I love but that. 
yeah, there's a good community of people. I'm part of like a Facebook group of people that are trying to do it, that like support each other. Aww. One of the people on my team is trying to, this last team is trying to do it this year. So, um, and they've invited me to be on some of their teams, but I'm not flying to Seattle for That's Ragnar Rain, which is- That's a bit much. Huh? That's a bit much. Ragnar Rainier is um, apparently the worst elevation of any of the races. It's like just straight up, one of the routes is straight up a ski mountain. And you actually have to take a gondola to get to the top to run down it and stuff. It's No, yeah. thank you, please. But I imagine, like right now, I'm, I might be a bit insufferable as I'm going through the planning stage and trying to figure it out. But definitely Ragnar season kicks off in May of next year. So I probably won't be doing any more Ragnars until then. But then. Well, you I have will my do you it. have my full support, and um, again, I am begging you to hyperfixate at me, so I feel less bad when I do it at you. And you know, um, especially for the trail ones, I was talking about this with one of my teammates, and we were talking about how every team should have like a camp mom who hangs out and like cooks and makes sure everybody hydrates. <laughs> so if you ever want to come and hang out. Fuck yeah. Just get for a weekend around some weirdos. Absolutely. I'm always down hundreds to clown, of, you know this about me. Hundreds or thousands of people depending on the race. Just camp it all close together. It's, it's chaotic, but it's fun. I'm very here for it um, and I am absolutely down for any that are near me. And you know what? Fuck it. Maybe I'll travel for one if I have money. Yeah. I love an adventure. Yeah. You could have come to Vermont if it had an empty work schedule. And yeah, I would have, happily. Because that's only like two and a half hours from you. Yeah, that's like if literally, that's slightly more than what I drove just yesterday. Or, and drove back this morning. Yeah, so, yeah. There's a trail me. one in New Jersey. That would be pretty easy. I don't think I have ever formally been to New Jersey. I have only like passed through New Jersey. Hmm. Could, could be a good chance. There's one in Richmond. So Virginia more down, you know, Zach's way. Exciting. So that's fun. Um, I am worse this week. One, just... I, need, I am already planning on going to so many concerts, I need to be stopped. Uh, but do you? Mm, yeah, you know what? Mostly just con stuff is how I'm worse. Yeah. Like, okay. that is the main way that I'm worse. Like, what I- I'm gonna begin the insane packing the second we are off of this video call for the podcast tonight. Um... I've got my lists. Just all that fun stuff of just... The intersection of my love of, like, organization and cosplay that mm -hmm. exists in packing for the convention. I find it very enjoyable. Yes, there's probably something wrong with me. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once I get everything ironed and put on my garment bag, I just really gotta throw pajamas in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, toiletries and stuff like that, and... Yep. Simple job. But, yeah, I'm gonna get that done early, that way I don't have to worry about it. Like, Although, frankly, early. this is going to be easier than for Toracon, where I was, like, the one person in charge of cosplays for the entire squad. <laughs> no, now I, I have my... Man, both of these costumes, they have so many pieces. I know, you are so in it now, which again, I know that you do this as like a social activity, but I think it is so funny that you were like, yeah, I just don't like, I don't think I'm ever gonna like want to do this or like feel the need to do this, and this is the person that you've become. Oh yeah, I mean like, I went to um, the Nickel City Comic Con with Jenna, we didn't dress up or anything, just because it's not a thing she does, I'm like, okay, cool, I'll just wear a t-shirt, you know? Yeah. So, but like, the Sypha costume, because she wears a skirt over pants so there's tights there's a lot and happening like, there and then there's like the the kind of box turtleneck thing and then the thing that goes over that and then she's got like the belt thing there's a lot there oh also yeah. i'm gonna be dyeing your hair on friday night 
Yeah, I got my purple contacts. Yes. I I think what's going to be happening, because I ordered a wig to improve my um, young Nihil cosplay, that is not even, I don't even have a tracking number for that yet. Uh And I ordered it ages ago. So I think what I'm going to do is just say, fuck it, um, Spongebob con debut on Sunday. So you'll be Spongebob when I'm Slifa? Yeah. Can I borrow Gary? My stuffed one? Yeah. This one? Yeah. (laughs) This thing is vintage at this point. Love him. Yeah. Because I I got this when I was in high school. I love that. More than 20 years old, probably. Aw. So yeah, yeah. Con Adventures for Gary. Huh? Con Adventures for Gary, too. Yeah. Yeah, you were in a box forever until I was looking for... Was it... I was looking for a frog for, uh, drag? Is that what I was doing? I am certain that that came up one time when we um... were hanging out. Like, well before either of us had ever watched Over the Garden Wall. I... No, I'm not gonna risk it. I was like, I would really like to see if I could take them apart and change the batteries. Because he's supposed to meow when you squeeze them. But again, after 20 years, that's not... Yeah, not happening. <laughs> but, I mean, there's not, like, an opening or anything. He's all stitched together, and so I, I have yeah, to, like, risk it. I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk it. I wouldn't Oh my god, someone on, on Ghost Twitter put a fucking squeaker in their, like, bootleg plushia. Nice. <laughs> so funny. Alright. I think that's where we're gonna leave y'all for tonight. Oh, unless we have... Just one more little thing. One more little thing. What do we got? I... Those Corby pants at Target. Did you get them? I have ordered them. Well, they, they actually, they had some when I went to Target today, but the smallest they had was medium, and mm. those things were way too long for me. Mm. So I ordered small, and they're coming. Exciting! Oh yeah, no, I will be rolling, I will be rolling up to the hotel room in my fucking ghost pajama pants. So I was really bummed, I wanted to have them for this weekend. Well, when did you order them? Today. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I went today and then saw that they had them in stock oh, and I could explain it. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And it said they had them small in stock, but I guess they were lying. Mm. And, I was, and I was like, maybe I'll just get the medium. And I actually had them in my cart for a while and I kept holding them up and they would go, they were like over my shoes and onto the floor. Like, it's like, no way. Yeah, never mind. Yeah. Well, so, this, this weekend is going to be fun. I'm very excited. Yeah. But yes, Mm -hmm. so that's where we're going to leave you. Uh, As always, thank you for fighting with us, friends. We appreciate each and every single one of you, and we will be back next week with plenty of con adventure stories to share. Adios, everybody. This week's episode of the Fighting with Friends podcast was hosted by Bridget Kelly and Dr. Sarah Brooks. You can find other episodes of the podcast on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, or your other favorite listening platform. Follow us on Twitter at BridgetKelly98 and at and Sarah Said. Rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice. Like, comment, and subscribe to us on YouTube. Follow us on Twitch and Facebook. And join our Discord community using the links in the description. You can also help support us via the ACAST supporter feature. Or consider donating to our Patreon for early access to episodes and fun bonus content. Thanks for listening! Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.